Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, uh, once again, across from me, of course, as usual, is Cyrus Amundsen. Hello! <laughs> that really felt like you got a running start. I, no one could see it, but I saw a deep inhale. Yeah. Just for that big hello. I'm well, trying. good for you. Are you... Uh, have you been meditating? What's the scoop? Oh, sure haven't. I. What is the opposite of meditating? Whatever the opposite of meditating. My life. Yes, that is what. Uh, that is what I have been doing. I. I was trying to avoid this being the first thing I talked about on today's episode because we talked okay. about it last week, and it's the weather. Last week, because I. Oh yeah. You, I don't think we should be the sort of show that hammers the same topics over and over. That's exactly what we fucking do, but. You know, I, we, you know, at a certain point, we don't want to really be is. like the Batman movies where how many times do I have to watch Bruce Wayne's fucking parents die? You know, like, oh, now every every time you know, it's Robert Pattinson and his parents die as Bruce Wayne. Uh, so I don't want to hammer too hard on the weather here because that's the exact way we started last week's episode. But three days ago. Here in Minneapolis, it went from 80 degrees to literally 50 and 40 degrees for three days in a row. Mm -hmm, yeah. And then on that second day, I know we're a couple hours apart, but Chad, it was like it was a level of gloomy outside that felt like mm -hmm. a practical joke. Like it felt like somebody who hated me was granted a wish and they chose gloomy. Sure. It was fucking awful. And. I recognized it right away in the morning, sure. got up, saw the doom and gloom, was like, okay, pull it together. Uh, sat down to do a little work. I'm working on a creative project with a friend of ours. And okay. he sent me an email about the idea that said, what if we tried this? And I didn't like the idea. So I sent something back and then he sent another, what if we tried this? And then he sent another, what if we tried this? And three, what if we tried this emails in a row was enough for me to go, Oh, this, the day's over for me. I'm done. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes you have to retire to a corner. So I sent him an email that said, what if you ate the entire inside of my asshole? And then I shut my computer, headed upstairs, and I decided to make some nachos. Yeah. And I don't, here's a nacho hack for all you, for all you nacho heads out there. Uh, I don't, nacho heads. I don't eat Doritos cause I'm not white trash, but, uh, I eat a brand of Siete chips. They're called, but they also have a ranch. So they have like a cool ranch version. So if you like Doritos, okay. if you've never made nachos with cool ranch Doritos, buckle up because you're about to weigh 1,000 pounds. <laughs> it is the tastiest shit in the world. So I go upstairs. I We have this comically large cookie sheet, like okay. hilariously big. I take two bags of these chips, dump both bags onto the cookie sheet, Put the cheese, put my toppings on, cook it in the oven. Then I okay. I bring the cookie sheet downstairs. I'm using pot holders. I set up a a towel. I fold the towel on my lap. So I plop mm -hmm. the entire cookie sheet of nachos onto my lap right in front of my TV. My idea was on Amazon Prime, they have like all these scenery videos. Like here's a drone video of the amazon right. shit like that right yeah so i clicked up one that was of the world's most beautiful resorts and so okay. my plan was to just sit there 
and mash through a cookie sheet full of nachos while looking at beautiful blue water and see sure. what that did for me. And uh, <laughs> Jenna, Jenna came down during it. And she just yeah. like stood. I didn't even know she was standing at the bottom of the stairs. Cause this is, by the way, this was like 1130 AM <laughs> and okay. she was standing. That's, at, uh, that's, that's a little early. Sounds about like my diet plan. Yeah. So she's standing at the bottom of the stairs. I don't even know she's there. And I just hear her out of the corner of me or go, what the fuck is going on here? Like she was, I think she was genuinely concerned about me. I love a woman that swears, you know that about me. And I understand the concern because that would be a bummer way for me to go out just having a heart attack while eating nachos, watching drone footage on my television. I don't think that's like, I think that's a pretty embarrassing way. <laughs> well, I have so many things. I didn't want to interrupt no, you. No, please but interrupt. I've got, I told you I've the got inside, nothing today. Isn't the inside of someone's asshole just all of it? I mean, if you go in through the asshole, you could basically scoop to the skin. <laughs> That's like your entire inside of your body. You would have to go brain. Eventually, you'd get to brain if you're talking about the entire inside of an asshole. Secondly, how many chips are a serving size? Seven? <laughs> Siete. Thirdly, you won't die for, of a heart attack from eating nachos. I mean, I'm right here. No, I, you're looking at me. You're talking to I'm me. I'm saying I might die of a stress heart attack. Or just oh. or just anything like if that were the unfortunate moment where I passed away, that's not a great funeral look. We're like, well, where'd they find his body? Well, he had a cookie sheet of nachos on his lap and he was watching other people at resorts like that. I don't know. It would be so funny if that was the news and then people were like, no, 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 no. The other host of Middle of Somewhere. <laughs> Not not the short chubby one. We knew that's how he was going to die. What about the tall one that complains a lot? I think I'd rather die getting <laughs> shot jerking off at a library. Like that I there's I can't I don't want to die while eating. That's like one of I my just, big things. I just love if you were like, "Please don't sue me. Please. I've returned all my books and just jerking off in the corner. Please." I'm Cy Amundsen, please don't shoot me. Let me finish before you shoot me, please. I also know I can't die in a hot air balloon accident because I like pranks too much. And I don't want people to doubt me at my funeral. I don't want them to be like, I'm not crying for this shit. He's going to pop out of there. <laughs> I would absolutely be one of those people just looking around. I would be walking the perimeter to try to catch yeah, him. Yeah. So I... It, it worked. I would suggest this. If you're feeling the doom and gloom, it's not like a light box, but watching drone footage and high-end camera, like 4K footage of beautiful resorts and tropical okay. stuff, it, it was working. And so I sat there. I, Dude, I ate the whole thing. I ate the whole thing of nachos. I monstered the yep. whole thing down. But you know when you're watching a streaming service, when the mm -hmm. video ends... <laughs> it'll do like the countdown to the next video in the series. So yeah. it did that. And I wasn't, you know, I was just like, all right, we'll see what's next. And the one that popped up was uh, the world's most beautiful cities. This is the direct title. The world's most beautiful cities set to jazz music. Oh, perfect. I know there are people who think jazz is good, but I think those people aren't awesome but i was i'm trying to be i it, it was the i watched like four minutes of it and it undid i was like oh you can well let's let's see what it is it undid all of that goodness i can't 
explain to you what it feels like to look at something so beautiful while listening to something so horrible like hey would you uh, would you like to see some of drone footage of some of the world's oldest villages set to the sound of a raccoon scream fucking a dead fish with that does that sound like a good time to you chad it's, it's it well i'll tell you what it sounds like living with my daughter she's very pretty but she talks <laughs> and it sounds a lot like that my daughter says things like I, I we've been through this before i've said this on the podcast before but she will ask for advice and then you give it to her and she goes no and then she'll ask for the same fucking advice <laughs> And I've, I've, I've gotten to a breaking point. She has a meditation book that she bought. And she was trying to explain something to me the other day about how your uh, awareness is like wearing a mirror on your chest. And if you let something stay in that mirror in the reflection, nothing else good can reflect off of it. But here's how I she... I can't even listen, follow I that. Yeah. I, that is what I'm saying. So she told me that and I go, that can't be it. And she goes, yeah, that's pretty much it. And I go, uh, no, I have to read the chapter. And she goes, seriously, that is it. It's just, I am it. All this shit, right? Yelling at me. And I go, give me the book for Christ's sake. And she goes, oh, now you're mad. Looks like you do need my book. I mean, it was, I was going nuts, right? So I read the chapter. It's five pages. She basically, like, the first page she told me about. And so I read the rest of it and I go, oh, this is what it's like, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, no, I don't think so. And so I lost my fucking mind. I was already mad because I had my, uh, my book out for my car, like the owner's manual, trying to figure out why my backup camera and every light in this fucking car was dim. I could not see it, right? Mm -hmm. So I get out my owner's manual. I'm reading through it. She goes, oh, I need help. I go, well, I'm kind of doing something. She goes, oh, you just have to figure out your car. I'm your daughter. So then I spaz again. I go out to my car after reading about this. There's a little, it looks like a solar panel on the dash of my car. And it's basically to let light in so it knows how much light is coming in so it knows how you don't want to have super bright lights when it's dark out right okay well i realized that my mask has been over this fucking solar power light thing forever your mask so on the dashboard of your car it covers it yeah it covers it up so it thinks it's nighttime so that's why everything's so dim so now i walk back in the house and i go this is awesome because I just experienced what your book was talking about. I go, there was a mask over this panel that let that lets light in. And all I had to do was move the mask to let more light in to produce more light in the car. It's like our lives, right? And she goes, no. And I was like, all right, I'm fucking out of here. I just like spazzed out so bad. I just can't believe that shit when... Have you ever think like, oh, I hit a home run? It's, it's actually, it's like watching a baseball player hit a ball so far and then they just th they flip the bat and start jogging to first yeah. and then someone catches it in the outfield. <laughs> That's what I felt like. I just put my head down and walked back to the dugout like some asshole. You know what? I 
think would probably have helped you on that day. Amazon has a 4K video series called Scenery, <laughs> and uh, they have this beautiful, they have this beautiful set of drone footage of America's uh, most beautiful canyons and basins, set to the docile tones of an adult man eating another human being. I think you should check it out. <laughs> I, think you, I think I think you love it. Hey, come come see the Great Barrier Reef set to the soundtrack of two Bill Engvall albums playing at the same time. <laughs> this, this, I don't think we're 15 minutes into this podcast and I don't think oh, no. either of us have put a proper sentence in front of another proper sentence. We no chance right now. We're like two young, but more insane Statler and Waldorf's who are just trying to get like, <laughs> and then, uh, and then Jenna went to the door and I'm angry at doors. It's this, it's, uh, if, if you're still listening, kudos, I will tell you this last week, I blamed my ranting on a 15 different things. Mm -hmm. When I can tell you now, I feel like I, I'm safe to tell you now that I believe it was all because my mom uh, had COVID and still does. Your mother has COVID. My my mother has COVID. I was uh, I was mad at the place she works. I was mad at her. I was mad at every single person that I see outside or inside, I should say, but out in the public that doesn't have a mask on because hey, fuck it, it's just the flu. Yeah, and so. Uh, I was upset. I mean, I, I was not looking for the positives in my life because I think I wanted to be mad about this shit. I mean, my mom two years ago uh, was they let her know that she had made it to remission from breast cancer. Mm -hmm. However, it's her two positive breast cancers. So she has to take a huge fucking horse pill, a big chemo pill. Mm -hmm. Every single month, I believe, maybe yeah, month. And so uh, that's very frustrating to me that she works in a place and walks around where people aren't wearing masks so she can hand out bingo cards. Oh, bummer. Right. I just think to myself, is that where they go to get the bingo card people at the chemo pill shop? They're just like, hey, you guys are already sick enough to die from COVID. Why don't you hand out the bingo cards? Or maybe we could just leave them in a pile and let all those fucking assholes walk up and get them. Hi, uh, yes, Chad's mom. What's that? Uh, oh, you're in remission. Great. We're going to have you be the spit catcher today. Yeah, it pretty much felt like it. And then so I was uh, I was pretty riled up about a bunch of shit. Now, since I didn't want to talk about it last week because, number one, I was still hot to try fuming mad. Yep. But uh also, she's she's been out of the woods now for four days. Okay. It sounds like the second wave normally comes back in two days if it's going to come. Mm -hmm. um, very fortunate. I'm very thankful of, that she didn't get the bad one. I mean, I, I think it's, you know, the kind of uh, how much you ingest and all that stuff. So I am thankful that... Uh, that she didn't get like a bad version of yeah. it. And I talked to her yesterday and I said, hey, do you need anything? And she said, nope, just got back from the rental store. And I said, "What? oh, fucking A, man. Uh, do you think you should be doing that? And she goes, yeah, it's three days after your fever breaks. And I nope. go, can't be right. That's not correct at Can't all. be right. Nope. I think that's the cold. Yeah. <laughs> and so 
I contacted her again and, and she uh -huh. sent me a picture. And I guess I guess what they're handing out when you get tested is this misinformation because it's surprise, surprise. Yeah. But it's it, it says all of the if you have symptoms, stay home until your symptoms have cleared up for over three days. But it says nothing about if you've tested positive. So then we went and did some research. And if you've tested positive, you're supposed to stay home. You're supposed to quarantine for 20 days, even though that would be like venting or whatever. But yeah. it doesn't make sense. But um, so it was just kind of uh, fascinating to me that they're handing out this sheet of paper that, that says all that. Well, and it's they're prob um, it's probably not incorrect. It's just it's 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 too much left up for interpretation. I feel like uh, feel like when you get a, a fucking piece of medical information, it should be pretty specific. I don't think it should be. Yeah, it should be. Tell me what to exa do. Exactly. In very specific terms. It shouldn't be like, hey, if you got a, you know, if you catch the flu. Yeah, well, let's see. You know, well, well, who knows? It can't be shit like that. Right. So what I've been doing this week after I got the news that my mother is feeling better mm -hmm. is I have been working on my temper. Okay. I've been, I've been working on Bad it. I've been saying, show, but okay. <laughs> I have been saying, I understand. Now the, I understand always comes way too late, mm -hmm. right? Because I've already done the damage, but then I try to put myself in that person's shoe. Cause my first reaction for a while is going to be how I feel about a person, mm -hmm. right? For example, if I'm at a stop sign and someone is across from me at a stop sign mm -hmm. and the cross traffic doesn't stop, okay, right? The person across from me has their left blinker on and they were at the stop sign first. Okay. I'm going straight. So it's their turn, right? Mm -hmm. So when there's no traffic coming and they look at me and put their hands up, my first response is going to be, your turn, dumb fuck. Yeah. That's immediately what I yell. But then after I get home, I have an opportunity to say, well, I understand that that person's been driving long enough and probably has been in that situation before and tried to turn left. But the person going straight didn't know the rules. So they got jammed up in the intersection. So maybe she was just waiting. Yeah, That's what I've been trying to do. That's a good. That's good. Look at you. Thank you. Now, do I know that a cook licking their fingers in a restaurant I understand that that's not the bartender, it's not all the servers, it's not the manager, it's not the owner. I get all that. <laughs> I get the fact that it's a young kid who probably made a sandwich so good and he was talking shit to, because I've been a young boy, I know how this works. He's probably talking shit to his other cooks, like, I make the best sandwiches here. And they're like, well, prove it, give us some. And then he took the last bite, had mayo all over his fucking fingers and licked it off in their face to say, none for you, bitch. Yeah. I understand that. It I get it. Sounds like. And I stand by the buffalo shrimp. And I stand by the fact that I will go back to this place because they have good food. So and I tell, I'll, I'm going to let you know something. The owner of the establishment got a hold of me. I was just going to say, it sounds like. And also, again, to just pile on to our rambling stumble fest today you're referring to your freak out from last week at a restaurant yes uh yeah it sounds like uh, somebody involved <laughs> might have communicated to you well yeah no the owner the owner got a hold of me sent me a message wasn't upset apologized yeah. 
I mean, didn't say anything, wasn't threatening, no, no potential lawsuit, no anything. It was just, I, you know, we've, we've handled it. I apologize. Sometimes it's hard to communicate with every single person. There's a lot of stuff going on and I get all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I understand it. See, that's what I'm saying. I understand. Did I freak out initially? Of course. I think that's always going to be what I do. I, right. I mean, that's just, that's, that's my, I understand that people go to yoga. I get it. But I'll also tell you this. If I'm being made fun of for riding a fucking BMX bike to soccer practice, I'm going to point out the other assholes that have been exercising. That's just what I'm going to so do. So you're using I understand as a way to, you're hoping to process your anger after the fact, and then maybe in the future, that methodology will lead you to process your anger differently during the incident. Yeah, what I'm saying is, so what happens now is I spaz. Yeah, then later well on, I go, I under, I go, I understand, right? I understand that this guy's being a dick and is going to come punch me in the face for no reason. Okay. But then he needs to understand that's why I put gasoline on his pants. So can I? So let's use something that happened to me this week, and you can okay. you can tell me in this methodology if you understand this and how I should have handled it. I will understand it. Let me help you. Now, I understand why you think I might not understand because I'm a fucking lunatic. And, I understand. And that. I think this is a great example because this is pretty heavily up your alley. So I'm ready. Three days of doom and gloom. Third day of doom okay. and gloom. I'm outside. Uh as I've mentioned often, I hate the concept of neighbors. <laughs> if I could live on a hundred acre ranch surrounded by trees with no one near me, that's a dream come true for me. I don't. You know, what's fascinating to me is sometimes you say stuff and then I think to myself, oh, no, I'm talking and don't know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it matches up perfectly with how I well, I just the idea. My problem with neighbors is I don't think you should invest in what's going on on my property. I don't like right. And here's the thing. I, I also think it's important to respect your own property. I don't think I should like smear dog shit on my doors and spray paint the word fuck on my driveway. You know, I, I want our property to be a nice property because I respect things. Right. Sure. But when you live in these cookie cutting, these cookie cutter neighborhoods in the suburbs of Minneapolis, you wind up with all these jack offs who are like we had this issue in Maple Grove. I talked about it on the show. Leave me the fuck. I'll put my my garbage cans wherever I want. You. Yes. You cocksucker. Get out of my face. <laughs> and so I've liked this new neighborhood a lot more. But that's just because I think in the first six months we were here. Everybody was still working and people weren't like confined to their neighborhoods. So I wasn't dealing with anybody. But during COVID, right. so there's two guys, two human men in my neighborhood. One of them <laughs> okay. who very early on took issue with the way I parked my car on the street because I parked it. Oh, I love it. I parked it. And by the way, he was right. I was parking it on our side of the street, but I, I, I had pulled in from something and I had it facing the wrong direction. 
right? So he just came down and he goes, you know, that's against city code. I think people come around the corner here. They might not know that a car is going to be facing like that. You know, it, it's just probably not a good idea. Can you just spin it around and turn it the other way? Now, I don't like being talked to and being told what to do by a man that I don't know at all. But I think he made a great point, right? I don't. I think he made a horrible point. I think that he's telling you that you're the problem when he could have said you could get ticketed for that. I'm here to help you. Okay. Instead of making it your issue where like, well, a mom in a minivan could drive around the corner and not know what to do because she's a lady and you know ladies, they might spin out of control if they see a car pointed right at them. Ridiculous. Well, and I, that he kind of did that. He, you know, he, he, I don't know if he mentioned ticket, but he did say city ordinance. I don't know. Regardless, I didn't, I don't like the guy, but I don't have, I'm just trying to rile you I up. I I'm know, just I know exactly you. what you're doing. And you don't need to rile me up because this is going to the Ryle hilltop here in a second. Oh, great. There's a different guy. So that guy, fine. I'm fine with that guy. Different guy lives all the way over on the other side of the horseshoe because our whole neighborhood is is like this big horseshoe, right? There's a main road. You can turn in and you can go on a big half circle and then you come back out to the main road again, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. This guy lives all the way on the other side of the horseshoe. He would need oh, a fucking yeah. telescope on a boomerang to see my property, right? <laughs> Yeah. But he goes on walks every single day with his dog. Hold on. Do you think that's how people invented the drone? Mm -hmm. How could we get a telescope on a boomerang? And then all of a sudden they just come up with a drone? I would like it if you'd have one of them uh, movie recorders on a boomerang. That'd be real smooth. That'd be something. Hey, how small they make them helicopters? <laughs> how small they make them helicopters? Big enough to put a movie re recorder on them? Hold up. If I want to get, hold up. I can't see my neighbor's, hold up. I can't see my neighbor's house because of these trees because we live on one of them curvy roads. It could be considered an oxbow lake from a meandering river that dried up if it was water, but it's cement. So I can't see my neighbor across because of them trees. So how small they make them helicopters and how small they make them movie recorders. If I could just get one of them movie copters, I'd pay. I'd pay dozens for one of them movie copters. I swear my I swear my neighbor's wife pees in that bathroom. I'll pay endless amounts for one of them movie copters. All I'm thinking about right now is because we're doing the southern accent. Is that one guy that wrote a message and complained to us about yeah. it? If he's still listening, he just shoved a Q-tip all the way through his fucking ear. <laughs> Ah, it's the fant most fantastic thing ever. Okay, so uh, you, he's out for a walk. The man, the man that lives on the other side. Let's just uh, call. I'd like to. I'd like to first of all say, I pulled Oxbow Lake and Meandering River from really my seventh strong, grade. Really strong. Thank you. Uh, and then, uh, so this guy's out for a walk with his dog. He lives on the other side of the horseshoe. Let's call him Boomerang Copter. So Boomerang yeah, Copter goes on about three to four walks a day with his dog. And for okay. the last four months, if he catches me outside, he comes up and he compliment sandwiches me where he'll make pleasant small talk or say something mm -hmm. nice to me about mm -hmm. my niece or, you know, uh, my brother's truck. He'll say something to, to engage me. And then... Sure. 
halfway into the conversation, he'll tell me something that he thinks we should do differently. And then oh, interesting. he will exit by saying something nice to me. And here's the thing. He knew the guy who owns this house, right? So he okay. knows this is a rental. So he'll reference that a lot. But first and foremost, if this guy who used to own or who, who used to live here and own this house gave a flying fuck about what Boomerang Copter thought, he'd ring him up on the right. cell phone. Like th these, these two don't have. So quit trying to use the landlord of this home as leverage to make me behave in a way you want me to behave. So right, exactly. all summer long, he's been taking issue with shit. And as an example, he didn't like that we leave our garage doors open all day. And okay. I do that because we have a workbench out in the garage and I have, I have chairs out in the garage. I spend time in the garage throughout the day. And I like kind of like the Costa Rican dream. I like that indoor outdoor living space. I get the garage door open. Of I course. work in the shed, the cool breeze with the bright sunshine. It makes me very happy. And then if I go inside yeah. for a half hour, I'm just not going to shut the garage door. I'm just going to leave it open. Exactly. Yeah. I also love uh, an open garage door, but mainly it's because I like to entrap potential thieves and I have a loaded crossbow and a tripwire. <laughs> set up in my garage with a brand new lawnmower that's never been used and it's battery operated and i leave it right in the middle with a little bit of a uh, spotlight on it from my workbench <laughs> and you're just gonna cheese mouse murder somebody i just can't fucking wait till somebody goes wow that's a really nice lawnmower Thwip! right in the chest and i'm not saying that i'm like a cool guy i play country music to the hilt I sit in my garage. I'm, I'm not saying I'm faultless here, but he said that, you know, he mentioned that, you know, some of the neighbors have mentioned, you know, maybe, you know, keep your garage. We don't know if thieves could be around. We don't want to attract the wrong sort of people to the neighborhood. All that bullshit. Right. So he's been doing stuff like. For, hold, I have to interrupt you again. I'm so sorry. But does he think that there are thieves in homes across Thank the metro you. just thinking like hold on did you guys hear that that was a garage door that opened that never closed <laughs> get in the car fuck you dude also my neighbor across the street got arrested in their house for a dui and i watched three police <laughs> officers carry her to a vehicle well, she shouted and kicked and screamed. So I don't think we have to worry about the wrong sort of people coming to our neighborhood if DUI Tammy hasn't hopped into our garage to see what she can pawn for a little bit of extra Jack Daniels. I have a question. You said you watched it. Do you mean recorded it? So Greg, Lindsay, and Jenna all recorded it with their cell phones from the house windows. I was already outside and I just did yeah, that thing where me. when it started happening, I was like, well, I'm, I'm just going to stand here. I'm not going to like, I just, yeah. I just stood at the edge of my drive when I was like, huh, uh, that big guy's having a tough time trying to cuff her. I wonder <laughs> if anybody else is going to come. I'll watch. I'll watch. I'll watch. Nope. Here's two more. They better hurry up. Cause I think that big guy is going to die. First guy had a real tough time. The lady gave him fits. Uh, I'm sure. So this stumbling garbage can full of bullshit 
uh, this week. I am outside. I've gotten the mail. Mm -hmm. I am on the edge of our driveway. And here he comes with his stupid dog. And he comes up and he starts talking to me about the weather. And of course, he is excited about how crisp it is, the crisp fall air. And you can tell the seasons are changing and everything is making sense. Of course you love this fuck boomerang copter. <laughs> of course this is your shit. And so he starts talking and then he goes, hey, how long are you guys planning on being here? And I, oh, oh dear. I literally, I knew that I wasn't going to like the conversation. So I go, I don't know, probably a few years. You know, we're in no rush. We could be three, five. If we really like it, we might buy the home. Who knows? And he goes, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Well, I, you know, I hesitate to bring this up because it's the end of the season. Uh, but a few neighbors have brought it up to me that they're not exactly pleased with your lawn maintenance. Oof. Chad, our lawn is fucking perfect. Okay, Greg mows the lawn. Jenna trims the branches. We rake everything. Everybody except me does work. And <laughs> I was waiting to hear what you did for this other than while peeing from the deck, <laughs> shouting encouragement. Yeah, I, I have tried to help the plants grow by urinating outside several times a day for the entire summer. So... I was like, I don't, I go, our, it, it's pretty great here. He goes, well, you guys have a, I'm not going to say the owner of the house's name. He said, so-and-so had a sprinkler system put in. You guys never run it. And I mean, as you can see, there's these patches. Your lawn isn't in great shape. I, if you are the sort of adult man who really loves a green lawn and that's your thing, more power to you. But I think you're a fucking loser. I think that's a dumb thing to take pride in. I think it's irresponsible to waste water. I just, I'm never going to water a lawn. I'm never going to put chemicals in the earth. And I'm never. And you can call me some snowflake, hippie, progressive, pussy, whatever. I'm not going to waste water by watering fucking grass in Minnesota. I'm going to have brown spots on our lawn. That's just what I'm going to do. I think it's insane to water a lawn. Yeah, I think if you... Tell another man or woman, anybody, if you tell another homeowner that they need to do something to their lawn, then you should be their father-in-law. <laughs> and if you're not, you should shut the fuck up and keep on walking your dog for the fourth time that day. Now, I spent the whole summer at the lake. I am now in town because it's cold and I'm at my house in town and two of my neighbors have put up their homes for sale and sold them. Oh, interesting. They've already sold them. I haven't mowed my lawn one time. My lawn is combed over. My lawn looks like a great, great haircut on a very cool person. <laughs> it's like, looks greasy a little bit, like it hasn't been washed in a while. And it's flipped to the side. And I love it. And then I finally... Uh, you know, they were talking about moving out and everything. And I made the joke about, oh, maybe I should have mowed my lawn. And they, they didn't really even smirk. I feel like this is part of it, that they don't like me as a neighbor. And so I mowed my lawn immediately. And they were like, oh, now you're going to mow your lawn? I was like, yeah, I don't like you guys either. <laughs> Getting ready for the new folks to come in. Let them know what's Somebody's up. Somebody's got to make a good impression on the people I hope I actually like. Yeah. And the, the, to be fair, I think my neighbors are great. 
but they're they're moving out and maybe they found b- better things and they're off to somewhere else but i uh i, I just don't give two shits i don't about my lawn care. you know what it's like my my porch in town needs a paint job and my lawn needed to be cut but you know what i wasn't here all summer and nobody stole a fucking thing because they probably think wow nothing in there but meth <laughs> and that's fine i don't care well so we've walked a long way here chad because now we're at that i understand moment that you were you okay. were so excited about because the next thing he said was he goes well I just feel like so-and-so, owner of the house, would appreciate you doing everything you can to keep his property sure. value high. Yeah. That's what he yeah. said to me. So now, now, now we're at the moment where I respond to him, and after four months, I finally said— and I've held it in for four months because— my wife and my brother and his wife sure. all like having neighbors. They all like, they like that their little kid s- sees the other little kids. They enjoy interacting with neighbors. So I have put up with this all summer, but we're here. We're at, it is September. It is cold. I am angry. I am at a bubbling point. Yeah. What am I supposed to mm-hmm. do here? I, do you want to tell me what I should have done? Cause I, and then I'll tell you what I did do. No, I'd like to hear what you did do. Okay. And then I'll I'll and then I'll respond with the I understand portion. I said thank you. I appreciate that. We'll uh, we'll look into the sprinkler thing. If you could also do me a favor next time the neighborhood uh, is going to get together and talk about issues, let me know. I would love to come and bring up the fact that you walk your fat ass and ugly dog past my house four times a day, and that can't be helping my curb appeal. <laughs> he. I love it. He, have you ever seen a man in his mid fifties who's never been contradicted before hear somebody say something mean to them? He was like, well, "Yeah, it's awesome." Well, so, hmm, uh, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna get. I was just trying to help you out. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get into this. Well, you know what? Help yourself out. Maybe go on eight walks so you have a less fat ass and a slightly less ugly dog. Get the fuck off my property. Get the fuck off my property and let me go make my fucking nachos and die in my chair in front of in front of pictures of resorts. Get away from me. There's no there's no there is no amount of I understand that will ever make me believe that that guy doesn't deserve to sprain his ankle on his walk back to his house. Well, I have an I understand. Mm -hmm. And I did want to tell you that my mailman who listens to our podcast on his route, oh, great. just walked by and waved to me through the window. Okay. What sort it's of ass? Back. What sort of dog? <laughs> it's good to be back. Um, I understand. Okay. That's what I'm going to start with. I understand that uh, you should burn his house down <laughs> and you should, <laughs> when it's done smoldering, you walk over and go, you know, this brown spot on your lawn is not great for the rest of us. I've been talking to some of the other neighbors, mainly the three that I live with because no one else talks to me in this neighborhood. Uh, but y- you should really get a sprinkler system <laughs> to put your house out. I'm going to. So he's got several political signs on his lawn. I'm not going to tell you for which candidate. And I'll be honest, it doesn't matter which candidate. It might be the candidate of that course. I agree with the most. But what I have already done is I have ordered uh a big handful of opposing 
candidate signs and every single night until the election. I'm just going to fucking keep replacing his signs every night. I've ordered 12. So he has three signs on his lawn. One of them is yeah. for the big time candidate. The other two are for local candidates. I have ordered Jordan Rasmussen. I have ordered 12. Has to be one. I've ordered 12 signs, 12 signs of each of the opposing candidates. And, uh, I'm a I fuck with this you dude. Play, I hope that you play, you put a loudspeaker on your car and then you drive by during the day when he's walking the dog and it's just Bill Ingvall going, here's your shine. That would be fantastic. Listen, I have to go, but I have to tell you about this golf tournament. Do you have a second? Sure. Do you think, uh, yeah, let's do it. I was going to say something. This This episode is a version of a gray day, so fucking... Let's go. I disagree. I think there's been some highlights. Um, so I told you I was going to be in a golf tournament. And the deal, <laughs> I love how you choked drinking water because I said there were highlights. And you were like, no chance. Yeah, it's, uh, it's yeah, sure. There's been some highlights. <laughs> so I get out and I have so much positive energy. I am partners with a childhood friend. So this is this is your club, the club that you golf Not, at. It's that, the championship. Yep, it's the well, it's it's a different because you're partnered up. It's the end of the year. It's called the Labor Day Classic. Okay, and it has been going on forever. And they have this Calcutta a weekend before where everybody bids. It's a there's an auction and you bid on the teams. Okay, and you buy the teams and uh, then if your team wins, fun for the audience, fun for the golfers. Yeah. everybody's invested. Absolutely. Yeah. So now you have people from the community that don't even golf are out watching their teams to cheer them on. It's pretty fun. Yeah, that is fun. And so my uh, I get out there <clears throat> the first day, and how it works is you play the first day, then you either if you lose, you move into the consolation round or the bracket. And if you win, you move into the winner's bracket. You have to win on Sunday to play Monday to get to any sort of championship. Okay. So the first round is Saturday. Doesn't matter if you win or lose, but you want to win because you want to be on the winning side of things. Yes. And so I get out there. I'm jazzed, right? Okay. I'm hitting the ball okay on the range. We get out there. My partner is golfing so well. He golfs three over par on the front nine. Oh, wow. He's he's crushing it. And we're just even on the front nine. I mean, it's like, it's a good match. On the back nine, I think to myself, I got to golf a little better. And now at the golf course, there are these benches that are in memoriam. Okay. So yeah. it's, uh, you know, like in memory of so-and-so. Mm -hmm. And these are all people that were important to the golf community here. And so I decided to calm down. I was going to sit down on a bench and I was going to look at something on the golf course that I'd never really noticed before and spent any time looking at it. And I was just going to enjoy it for the beauty. That's what my thought process. Mm -hmm. And so I go out there, I'm sitting on benches. I'm like reading the names on the benches of people that have passed. I find these things and I, I calm down and I start hitting the ball so fucking well. I am crushing the ball, you know, making birdies. It was very fun. We get to the last three holes and we're even. Okay. okay. So we're even going into the last three holes. A guy we're playing against is having a rough hole 
and chips in from off the green for par. Okay, big move. And it was it was like it, it was over a hill, it, and then once it was on the green, it was downhill. It should have missed by forty feet. It went in. Crowd goes wild. I look at my partner, and it was a gut punch because they go up one hole. Okay. We end up losing on eighteen. It was pretty crushing. Um. Because it was such a fun match. Yeah. It was just such a fun Emotionally match. Emotionally invested. Now, exactly. Now we cut to the next day. I am not emotionally invested at all. <laughs> I don't have the thing in my brain that goes, hey, let's try to be the best loser. Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, I'm out. It's either win or forget about it. They were like, hey, you ready to golf today? I'm like, not really. It's colder. It's windier, which feels right because we're in the losers bracket. I bet if we were in, I bet ask somebody in the winners bracket, it's probably sunshine <laughs> when they're teeing off. But why? We don't deserve it. We fucking lost the first match, and so I'm pretty upset to even have to be there. We had to get up earlier, right? Mm-hmm. If we would have won, our tea time would have been later. So I'm on the range at 9:22, hitting a ball, and this lady, who I do enjoy, and we give each other shit, but she's a pain in the ass. And she goes, 9.30 tea time, Chad Daniels. And I go, it is 9.22, cool your tits. And I yelled it without even thinking. And people kind of look at me and I just go, I just put my head, my hands up and my head down. And I go, I'm going to be putting. She goes, you need to come over here. And I go, no, I don't. It's not 9.30. I'm going to be putting. She goes, well, then you're going to be disqualified. And I just went over there and I go, what the fuck is your deal? But then I go, I understand. No. I did. Hold on. I said, I understand that the, the guy that runs the golf course is there in a cart watching her do her job. So, of course, she wants to keep everything moving. I understand that. Yeah. But then, but then she says... Without me saying anything else, she goes, I can't wait until you're eliminated from the tournament. And I said, I can't wait till there's a bench out here with your name (laughs) on it. (laughs) And then everybody put their heads down and no one talked for two straight minutes. I got to go. Yeah, you probably should. I was worried. Can I? I I know you got to go, but I was for the first time in the history of this show. I have I hesitated to tell a story. And it was me because I feel like that thing that I said to the guy about him having a fat ass and an ugly dog, which are both truths. And you and I are both big truth people. (laughs) They are both truths. But I. I, it was really mean. It was really aggressive and really mean. And for the first time, I was like, maybe that's something I shouldn't share on this program. It's mm-hmm. quite a bit. And it's probably not something for the people. And then here you are just wishing death on the tea time. Hey, my mom had COVID. I have a free pass. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.